I'm going to a Friendsgiving. Oh yeah, I like those. I like those. Guess what I'm bringing? Ask me what. Ask me what I'm bringing. Just ask me. Just ask me what I'm bringing. I want to guess it. But no, just ask me what I'm bringing. What are you bringing? Hot takes. <laughs> Hot cross takes. Hot cross takes. Hot takes. Serving them up. Selling like hotcakes. No, I'm really just bringing bread. <laughs> well, first off, we should say, um, begin, I don't know about you, but I've been getting a lot of positive feedback. I have too. I've got a lot of people laughing at me. At you or with you? Oh, with me, I guess. I'll take something that, I guess on some parts I'll take at, because some stuff I say is kind of stupid who's out there. I'll take at some spots, but mostly with. Okay. Mostly with, which I'm, I'm okay with. That's good. Yeah. yeah, we've been getting a lot of good feedback. We're getting a lot of, I don't know how many people have subscribed, but we've gotten a lot of listeners on like Spotify and okay. iTunes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Because you can listen to anything or anything in the world right now. You could be listening to, I think Takeoff had a new album out. Mm-hmm. Wait, he, he put a new album out? Yeah, he put it out like this Friday. Oh, I didn't even know that. Take off that album out. You could be listening to a lot of stuff. Be listening to me. Yeah. So us, us, our show, Ed. Right. It's already getting. I was saying me because already I'm, getting a larger I was the one head. Speaking. Mm, okay. My head's pretty pretty big. Let me know. Let me know that. Um, but real quick though, if you are listening on Spotify or iTunes or Stitcher or Google, um, you you can't hear the music at the end of the episode. Like we put music at the end of every episode, and if you listen on Anchor. You can hear it. Yeah, we don't have rights. We don't have we don't have licensing rights to put all yeah, that stuff nah, in there. Also, why. if you have the Anchor app, you can call and leave us a voicemail. Ooh, you didn't know that, did you? I did not know that. Yeah, I can get a voicemail. You can leave you can leave us a voicemail. You can send us a comment and leave us questions. At and- this point, though, I know everyone's listening. So if you send me, I know who you are. At this point, like we're right. not big enough to be like, oh, I don't know who that is. Like I know who you are. Right. So if you leave me like a smoky voicemail, I will come. I'm I'm gonna come at you. Yeah, <laughs> our hands work. Like I'm gonna come at you, and then free of charge. So. Don't don't get them like, delivered yeah. to you. So just keep them one hundred. Yeah, but thank you for everybody that's been listening. Um, okay, so let's get started. That's like my thing. I say um okay every every time I want to switch yeah. transitions. Um yeah, but do we want to start with pro wrestling or do we want to start with hip hop? I mean, which one you want to hear first? I mean, I'd rather hear your pro wrestling take. All right, the pro wrestling take is. Like the last episode, I talked about how I'm a fan of pro wrestling and how I watched it for a long time. But I felt like every time that I would tell someone that I watched pro wrestling, you get that look and mm. that like that inflection. You watch you watch wrestling, mm. you'll get that a lot. I would, I would get that a lot, and I don't watch it anymore. But that's not because I think it's just a horrible medium to watch. I just I don't know. I just can't follow it that much anymore i guess when i was younger i could follow the storylines more and i because i get they're kind of ridiculous for the most part but at the same time it's a way to is they're still performing at a high level you're seeing amazing stuff like people jump like they're not fake they're predetermined so it's like even though you know they know who's gonna win there's still a performance to get to that point right there's someone jumping at 50 feet off something onto a table yeah or just like someone doing acrobats and acrobats in the ring if they're like these loud costumes, these crazy personalities, all the other stuff. It's like it's just a show that you yeah. can be into. So I always thought, I always found it weird when people gave that look about anyone who walked who watches pro wrestling. Even now, because there are so many things that people are into that deserve that energy way more than people that are pro wrestling fans. Like if you watch the Real Housewives of anything, 
Mm. Like fill in the blank. I don't care which one. You can pick one down like Atlanta. Loving hip hop. Loving hip hop. Also, any one of those. The Bachelorette. The ba- especially the Bachelorette. Like they've made like marriage a joke, kind of. Oh yeah. And but people watch that all the time, and they don't get have smoke. Wrestling fans do. I think wrestling fans at least you know it's fake. Yeah. Like how many how many Bachelorette marriages have even lasted? Right. Like they've done that show for like thirteen years. Like you like their record is terrible. I you could you can make the argument. Actually, you could totally make the argument that those shows are a hundred percent more fake than WWE. Maybe not even hundred percent like more. I would say probably like 80%. I'd say a hundred percent more. I'd say eighty. No, I'd say a hundred percent more. Because but that even makes it worse though, because like when a wrestler is doing that person they're that crazy figure on in the ring mm-hmm. or, or or on the show, they leave and there's someone else. Right. Like the Miz has a family. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he did, and you know, like they there's those just characters they leave in the ring for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are like when they when the camera comes off, they're still those people. Right. And they're this and they just come on that they they'll be this mess and they'll throw like a drink. Because they don't know how to be like themselves anymore because they're so addicted to the cameras that they constantly have to have cameras around them. But then the thing so is, they always have to be that particular version of themselves. But the thing is, is like people act like that's real, but it's also fake too. Super fake. Like, have I you ever, have you ever seen a pro, um, like a reality show get like filmed or produced? No. Okay. So when I was working at a club one time, we had um, a show come through. I don't know what it was. I I couldn't tell you the name of it, but we had like two guys come in and like ride on the mechanical bull at the bar that I was working at and the producer would just stand underneath the cameraman and be like, Hey, what if you said something like this? Wouldn't it be like, what do you think about saying something like this? Blah, 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 blah. Like she was feeding them lines without feeding them lines and sort of like guiding the story to be, to fit the narrative of what they wanted to, to shoot. I didn't know it was that deep. Like I just thought they just kind of put these scenarios together. It didn't make sense. They happen in every reality show. Like, I don't know why, and every reality show, because Amanda watches a lot of reality TV, and it's I'm mean, I don't lie, it's kind of funny sometimes. Taking another swipe at your girl, huh? I'm I'm watching it with her. It's a swipe at me too. <laughs> like I swipe both. both oh, so you phony? I'm not phony. You're a little phony. How am I phony? You just said you watched it. I watch it with her. I don't. So watch you watch? It. So you? Oh, you watch it with her? Yeah, I watch it with her. So you'd rather watch Real Housewives than Monday Night Raw? No. I just uh, I'm I'm with her though. Like mm. she's gonna be on TV. Like don't like if you're in a relationship, you can watch some shit you don't want to watch. It's gonna happen. Like I'm not ashamed of saying that because uh, everyone that's in a relationship has done that. So I don't feel ashamed for that. You definitely watch it. You don't want to watch. I don't think I've ever done that. You haven't? No, I have. You're right. Yeah, you. Everyone has. Come on, everyone has. Like you watch it. It'd be a movie. Yeah. Or an event. <laughs> like you know. Right. Like you. Everywhere else means you don't want to watch. So I don't feel ashamed for that. Have like, you ever seen the movie Patterson? No. It's with um fucking Kylo Ren the. Uh, I forget his name. Adam right now. Driver. Yeah, it's it's the most boring movie in the planet, dude. Right? It's I'm, the it's I'm the sure. it's the slow. He it's literally he does the same thing every day, and you watch it happen like three times in a row. Damn, it's like Groundhog Day, but you're like, oh, it's supposed to be like all artsy and like you know that film festy, and you're supposed to be like really appreciative of it. That and sounds I was painful. Like, it sucks. Yeah. And I sat there and I watched this damn movie. And acted like I liked it. I was like, oh, yeah, I liked it. I fucking hated it. Right. So, so I, like I said to the point that we're all watching things we want to watch. So, I'm just telling you, I've watched, I watched Housewives, whatever, because I'm with Amanda, and that happens. So, yeah. 
But the thing is, like, it's weird because what I don't get is how come they have all of them that, that hate each other. But for yeah. some reason, they're always around each other. It's, right. It's so weird to me that that you hate each other, but you're there for like eight seasons. I don't think they really hate each other, though. They don't. They, they don't even know each other. Number one, because I don't know why you would fight someone for like seven episodes, and then you all go on a trip together. Right. Like, that always happens. It's weird. Like, we're all going to go on your ship to London, or we're going to go to Bora Bora. Like, why is this a good idea for any of y'all? Because y'all have so much beef going into the sh- trip. It'd be more real if, like, one of them went on a trip and just dis- disappeared for episodes and just came back and didn't tell anyone. That'd be way more real, I think, because, like, I'm not going with you bitches, because I hate you. I hate all of you. Yeah. But no one ever does that. No one does. They always go on a strip together. Yeah. And there's always, like, a fight. And there's always cameras. And there's always cameras there. Yeah. It's it's like, I can't believe we're doing this here. And then they always say this thing, like, when they bring people together and they fight, it's always like, I thought it was going to be a good idea, but I guess it wasn't. Like, we knew it wasn't a good idea when you did it. Like, I don't understand. And they do these things all the time. Like, it happens in every show. All the time. It's like a, in every single reality show, you can see that theme happens. Like, well, I'm going to bring two people together. I think they need to hash their beef out. And then they fight. And then everyone's like, I can't believe this happened. This is so crazy. I'm like, everyone knew it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it always happens that way. So the thing is that if you watch this stuff, you don't have any room to give anyone smoke about watching wrestling. Facts. You don't. Because like, so many people watch these things and they're okay with it. Yeah. I'm like, how do you... So how is that more acceptable than me expecting me thinking that like you know the Undertaker is fighting at sixty like he's he shouldn't be fighting though. I'm just side note he shouldn't be like people are happy to see him in a ring but he's really old. I really I really, really worried about that man like he's old as fuck. <laughs> like when people see him I'm like oh he's Undertaker's back I'm like he's really old though. How old is he now? Uh yeah he's probably close to sixty. Sixty sixty doing that shit. Let me look it up. Yeah, I think um you're right. There's a lot to watch with wrestling now because it's more, I think it's probably more popular, not more popular, but it's, um, it's definitely gained, um, a certain amount of steam, especially in the independent circuit. They, in the I think they even wise up with the game industry because they make it like come out yearly, like, like NBA Live and stuff. Like they have the night daily. It's like I'm seeing that now. I even bought a wrestling game apps and I'm like, oh, it's like 2K19. I'm like, they're wrestling like they're doing NBA Live, NBA, NBA stuff. So The Undertaker's 53. 53, bro. Yeah. And he's like, any when he like in an event, he's every bit of fifty three. Any in an event or something? Yeah. And he doesn't do like, like he's picking people up by like the throat and shit, and like he's like, I'm just afraid something's gonna crack. Like, well, well, he had a pretty pretty rough injury a few years ago when he fought Brock. Yeah. Um, but you know he, you know, the recovery is uh, it's so slow at that point. Yeah, it's slow, but it's advanced in this. It's advanced in this stage. Yeah, so it's but like, you're 53. They can do so much with you. They're doing a lot. It's like, yeah, man. I mean, because yeah, you can do a lot with a car, but at some point, like when it gets certain old, it's like you can't do so much you can do with this car, man. Yeah, you gotta really be careful with it. Well, I I think that he's probably going to be around for uh, however long he wants to be. Um, but yeah, but I digress from that point. That mm-hmm. that was just something that uh, like alarmed me because everyone's like, everyone had this like response like, Undertaker's back, and everyone's like, yeah, I'm like. No, like he should be. We got to protect the Undertaker at all costs. Really, yeah, like we shouldn't have. Like I don't want him to get to the point like Steve Austin was, where he was just like waddling in the ring with the knee braces, and it was happy to see him. I'm like, he can't even walk, guys. He couldn't walk. Yeah, he was like he waddled to the ring. Like he yeah. had the both double knee braces. It was like where it's like yeah, I'm like he he's in so much pain right now. They leaned into it though. They started calling him the Bionic Redneck. Yeah, they did. That's crazy. And those, like, those are knee braces. That's a cra- he is not bionic. <laughs> but that's a crazy nickname. <laughs> it is. Can you imagine that? It is. But he, okay, I'm losing track. The point is, is that you just can't have 
that kind of smoke for wrestling fans if you watch stuff because I feel like if anything, the 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 fake stuff that they write is even less creative because it's the same thing in every every show. Like all the shows follow the same pattern where it's like we bring people together, we manufacture beef, they go on a trip, the beef gets high, high, I guess a crescendo there. They come back, they kind of fix things, but not enough for the not enough they can hash out the reunion. Yeah. So it's all they all follow the same program. It's always like that guy from um, Watch Watch What Happens Live. Um, what's that dude's name? Uh, Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. He's always the host of all of them. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, I don't get why you have this kind of energy for like pro wrestling because there's so much worse stuff on TV you can get mad about. Like, My clap back about anyone that gives me shit about watching pro wrestling is that you stand for a show with dragons that aren't real. That's no Game of Thrones is fire. You should, you, I'm not saying that it's not fire, but I'm just saying if you're gonna get upset or try to like clown me for watching something that's supposedly fake, you're watching a show with things that don't even exist. Yeah. So true. suck it. That is true. But Game of Thrones is fire. I got two words for you. <laughs> but Game of Thrones is fire though. Like I know you don't. I don't even watch it. Whatever you say. Whatever you say, man. Yeah, have you? The thing is, like, you can't say that Kevin watched it. Like, if I hate something, I'll give you. The- I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying, like, it's it's a show about dragons. It's not about dragons. It's it's pretty much about dragons. No. What else not. is there? What else is there? There's a there's a there's a power struggle um, between there. the dragons. It's not dragons, man. What's more powerful than a dragon? You'll see the Night King. No, I won't. You will know that. But you will know that. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm referencing. But yeah. Well, when you said that, it got really dark in here. That's. Did you notice that? I did. I'm telling you. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell We're you. We're talking about The Undertaker and The Night King, and it just got real dark in this room. I'm trying to tell you. I said Night King, and it got dark. It's cold. It's cold it in here. Cold. Yep. It got no. chilly in here. Yep. I'm trying to tell you. By God, that man had a family. <laughs> okay. But yeah, like even but even beyond that, like I'm even going beyond a reality TV show. If you if you were the reason why two broke girls stayed on for six seasons, you shouldn't have any say. Oh wow, you going there? I'm I'm going all the way there. What's wrong with two broke girls? That was a terrible show. What's wrong with two broke girls? It was terrible. It was terrible. It was not good. And also, I feel like watch CSI anything, which is weird because that show pissed me off because the production was so weird about it. Like they, like, I felt like they had to give every show like a theme color. Yo, can we just talk about CBS in general real quick? It's a trash. It's the worst network, right? Yeah. Like, but my thing about CSI was so strange to me though, is like every, like they had CSI in New York, CSI Miami and the regular CSI. And they all had like a tint to the episodes. Like for something when you watch CSI Miami, everything was kind of like orange. just like you throw sunkets at your TV screen. Oh, that's funny. It was weird. And then like blue, and New York was blue. They had a motif. Yeah. It was, it was, was, just a terrible fucking show. Yeah. CBS in general, I think is probably trash. It's they they cater to a very particular crowd. It's trash, and bro. it's all the same show. It's, it's all the trash. same procedural. It's all the same sit uh, sitcom. It is trash. It's just not good. It's trash. You shouldn't be watching CBS unless you're like you know. You watch NCIS? No, My God, I, mean, I don't even know what that is. The what thing does is, that like, stand it'll come for? on. It'll come on like during like the Law and Order rapathons on like um. On a TNT on or or USA like they'll have like USA. six like, yeah. SVUs like just rape a thumb just like rapes and rapes and rapes like God that's a lot like I don't watch two I did that to check out like, I, this is a I lot. like that term rapeathon 
I mean, what is they, they won't call it that, but it's like literally you're watching like how about, another, how about just a marathon crime after crime? They call it that, but it's like sexual crime after sexual crime. It's like that's a lot, man. No, it's a lot. It's a whole lot. You can't do like if you watch more than like three episodes of Law and Order in a row, you might be a psychopath. They can suck you in though, because they don't have a commercial break in between them. It's like you'll go right to the new slide, right to the next one. Mm. Like like on a, on a day that you are just not like doing anything, you can watch like six easy. Just they just slide them in. Just right behind the other. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I like Law and Order that much in order to just sit there and watch it for six hours. It's a, no, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a horrible show, but it's not a. It's not a. Great well, it's show. not a horrible show at all, but it's, it's the same show. fucking show. Yeah, it's not a great show. It's, it's the same formula every time. Like yeah. you know what's going to happen. Like the most famous happens. guy did it. Yeah, the most obvious person did it. Yeah, like the, like the guest star. Yep, he probably did it. Yep. Like if you're just watching it, and all of a sudden, like um, if you're watching and Jeff Goldblum pops up, you're like, oh, yeah, Jeff he, Goldblum probably has something to do with this, right? Or I uh, love Jeff Goldblum though. Shout out to the god. Um, okay. Do you have anything else to say about pro wrestling other than the fact that you love it and you should start watching it again so that we can talk uh, about it? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm too far gone to get back in. There. There's a lot to watch, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like there's like WWE alone puts out four weekly shows. Yeah, I'm too far gone to get back in it, man. Like I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing all right. Like I, I had, a, I enjoyed my time. I had a good run. Yeah. Like I, I got, every now and again, I'll see things like, oh, that's interesting. Yo, hold on, just real quick. If I get one more goddamn text message from uh, Team Beto, have you gotten these? Yeah. Every day I'm getting them. I mean, from a different number every time. I feel you. At the same time, it's like he can't be like I didn't tell y'all because people be like oh, I didn't know. It's like now you knew. No, no, no. I get that, but I already <laughs> voted. Like my, I, I did the early voting. Like I did you too. just stop sending me shit. I don't want to see no more ads. I don't want to get no more text messages. He, I'm done. He's doing this because on Wednesday he be like I told you. I know. Like, if, if he doesn't, he's like, like I didn't tell you. Don't, and I, don't I, feel, act like I, I didn't tell you. You know what? I feel you. You knew about it, and I, I give props to you. But you knew you, about it. Stop. Stop texting. You knew me. about it. Stop texting me. I did text you. Like you knew about it. Right. I told you when Wednesday it was. Like you don't. Don't know where the state was. I, th- I know you got my text. I know you got my text. Look, That's what he's gonna say. That's, he's gonna come with that energy. Like after if he loses, like I know you got my text, dog. I know you got my text. <laughs> don't like you ain't hitting. Don't like I ain't talk, man. Where, where, where were you? Beto's gonna pop up on my Netflix account. And be like, yo, did you get my text? Like you know the like the little account. basically. He's gonna have the like, the, the the account icon, yeah. and underneath it, he's gonna be like, yo, check your text. Basically. I'm like, nah, man. How did, how did you get on my account? Don't worry about that. Did you get my text though? <laughs> He's gonna send me email, basically. Like he's you send me messages on Xbox Live. That's, that's why he's doing. it. I'm telling you, that's why he's doing it because he's like, you got my. Text. I already got it, man. I got the message. I got it too. Let's talk about hip hop. Oh, oh yeah. Let's talk about rap. Yeah, man. Um, how do you feel about the current state of the culture of hip hop? I feel like. The popular thing to say that that hip hop is uh, dead or that it's like trash now. Nas said that. Nas said that, but Nas is also very old. Nas is like, "Yo, hip hop is dead," mm. and he had a funeral for it. He did. He did. He also he also got on on um, uh, I think it's on a song like Nicki Minaj, but it wasn't released. He got she, she got in trouble because I think she didn't have rights. To, she like sampled Tracy Chapman and didn't have rights to it. She sampled Tracy Chapman and didn't get rights to it. Yeah. So, and she didn't release a song, but then she gave like the. Has her, anybody been able to sample Tracy Chapman? I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think she. I don't think Tracy Chapman's given up. 
No, she did not. Giving them light, she the rights like she that. She wasn't about that. But the thing, yeah. So I'm saying, but I think that hip hop is not dead. I think that what is offered to you may not be that great. I think like the sample, like the pop offering of what's out there, like Migos or Drake, um, Uzi Vert. Uh, You're struggling to come up with names right now. Like, yeah, but that's what's given to you, Post Malone. Yeah, like that's what's given. That's what's given to you. Yeah, what's served to you. Post Malone's not rap though. Mm, Post Malone's pop rock, according to the uh, uh, according to the, the Grammys and the uh, AMAs. He annoys me anyway. Um, but uh, who else? I mean, I feel like what's offered to you may not be that great. It's probably like average at best. But there's still good hip hop out there. There's tons of good hip hop out there. And the thing is, like, not only that, Freddie Gibbs and Currency just put out an album with Alchemist. Yeah, and it is. Flames. Yeah. Like, even stuff I mentioned is even that bad. Yeah. I mean, you hate it because, like, it's new and different, but it's not terrible. Don't act like you don't jam to me because some amigo stuff. Like, don't act like you don't. Stir fry is, stir fry is incredible. Like, don't act like you don't. Like, I know you can, be, you can be irritated by their appearance or by, like, the cadence of their songs, but they're very consistent. Yeah. Like, you're not, I don't know, like, if you got, if you like, if you got the culture album and didn't like culture too. I don't. I don't know why they. Like, you, you can go back to the early mixtape. They've been the same group their entire career. Yeah. So it's like you get. You know what you're getting. I don't know why. I don't know how you can hate them. Like you like at one point they hate them the next. Did like, you like Culture too? It's the same. I felt like I felt like you could put Culture One and Culture Two and just play them together, and you don't know where the break is. If you. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think a lot of people had. Well, I think wasn't Culture Two like really long? It was really long. Yeah, I, mean, I think that probably was, was like twenty some tracks. That's probably the issue. Yeah, and then Quavo just put out an album with like twenty tracks on it, right? It wasn't that good though. Right, I, it wasn't for me. But that's the problem is that they keep putting out songs with too, too, too well, albums the with too many songs. songs on the, it. Quavo, the takeoff album sounds more just like Miko's. The takeoff, the Quavo one doesn't really. How sound many like, tracks is on it though? Like thirteen or fourteen. See, that's an album. Yeah, that's a strong album right there. It's not bad. It's not bad. Like if you like Miko's, it's worth listening. Uh-huh. I, I probably won't listen to it, but I'll but, take your word for it. Yeah, but but I think that my point to say is that is um, hip hop is also if anything, it's sprouted and it's grown into other genres. So there are a lot of other there's a, like I think there's more depth in the musicality of hip hop than there was in the past. I felt like hip hop was I felt like hip hop had incorporation of R and B mm. like in the '90s. Yeah, and I feel like it's delved, delved deeper into that and other branches of music also. You sure. Know? Yeah. So it's they definitely put a stamp in their. Um... Wait, what am I trying to say? They've definitely put a foot. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, I think they just grow musically. I didn't have breakfast. I think the John <laughs> got a few before you do these things. They've know. put their foot in the door of electronic music. They have. They have. They're, but they've been doing that for a while, but I mean, not yeah, to this extent. They take a step, like saying, like they're just kind of, they're, it's a, it's, it's blossoming in my mm-hmm. eyes. It's like they're going different genres. That because and because of that, it's like everywhere now. Yeah, like hip hop is everywhere, as more than it was. Like you'll see like movie trailers with hip hop songs on them now. Or wow, you would like you do, don't you? Yeah, Everybody. but that's not new. It's not. Is it? It's not. It's not even as widespread as as before, though. Because like, eh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they've been, they've been using like rap music to promote. Like the only the literally the only. I think the bigger I think the bigger step is what they've been able to do with like sports, sports and that. like 
Yeah. And like having little Wayne doing the, uh, you know, the, the song for, um, Skip and Shannon show. Yeah. Or having like Migos license their song out to promote the NBA. Yeah. Having 21 Savage do the halftime show. You right. Know, that wasn't that great. Like that's, I think that's bigger than having their songs being put into like trailers and well, commercials part, and stuff. Like, that's part of it. But, um, cause that's a different audience. Yeah. But even, I feel, I feel like that's, I feel like that's also, that's also part of it though. Cause I, I think the only, the only Oscar that I ever, the only Oscar that I ever watched was the Oscars that Three Sisters Mafia got nominated. Oh, that was great. Cause like, okay, and I then they performed. Yeah. And then they won. And then they won. They won. Three Sisters Mafia has an Oscar. Yep. So did they have an Oscar? So I just, I feel like for it to be incorporated into entertainment on that level that they can get Oscars first hot out here for a pimp. Like that wasn't even like that song wasn't even um, a song that was like kind of even pandering yeah. or like trying to like ride a different genre. Like that was a straight three, six mafia. Yeah. We should put this in a movie. Yep. And we're going to Oscar for it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like, I feel like things like that. And like, I don't think, I don't even say hip hop is dead. I don't even can say that. Like, it doesn't make sense to say because I feel like it's. Does anybody really say that anymore, though? People say a lot to me. People, I, I, I want to a lot of old heads saying like, "I hey, rap isn't what it used to be. It yeah. used to be this." And like, look, it's just because it's connected to a younger time in your life where you had less to worry about. You know what it is? It's not dangerous anymore. Like if you go to a rap show now, it's it's like a bunch of you know wafy kids with wispy mustaches. It's you not. You can still get dangerous. That's the thing. That's that's part of it branching out because you can still get dangerous. You can still get conscious rap if you want it. It's all out there. Everything's still there. It's just about where you're gonna go get it. Yeah, if you go to a Westside and Conway show, right, you're not gonna have the same experience as when you go to like a Drake show. Exactly. So, so it's just it branched out everywhere. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that rap has gotten gotten its uh, just due. I think. Um, speaking of rap. Your king, 50 Cent. Oh, Petty God. King of all things. Petty God. Petty God. King of all things Petty. Petty God. Petty Crocker. Petty Next Door. Petty Wop. Petty Wop. He bought 200 front row tickets to a Ja Rule concert just to make sure that they were empty. Now, I didn't know if this was really a story, but apparently it's being it's being reported as true. <laughs> My God. So I ask you this. Ed, state your take. See that? You like how I brought it in? Like how I brought the name of the show in? Oh god! Uh, is it if it's beef? Is it beef for life, or is this just like does he like do these guys really need to just let this go? I mean, you have to. It's about when you want to let it go, though, right? Because I feel like if he wants to let it go, he could let it go by now. But you're buying tickets to. Man, that's just, that was so petty, though. That was some, that's got to oh be an amazing God. visual. Just imagine you're doing a show, a concert, for like maybe 1,500 people. And then the first two rows are just zero. But like he said he bought them on Groupon, too, though. He got them for a discount. Like, that's the weird thing, too. He got, like, I'm going to get them on Groupon. Hey, man. You got to get it how you get it. No, that's hilarious, though. It was the petty shit I ever saw. I didn't know that this beef was so active. I didn't know that he still felt this way. They were going back and forth with each other not too long ago. 
Like Ja was saying crazy shit on Twitter about 50. About and 50 what? I don't know. Just about I don't know. I feel like And then Irv Gotti, whenever he whenever he <laughs> have you ever heard him reference 50 Cent like in an interview? No. He doesn't call him 50. You know what he calls him? What? <laughs> he calls him the whore. The whore? The whore. Damn. That's strong. He calls him a whore. That's strong. I know he called him. I didn't do all that. I just felt like if I were Ja Rule, though, after the after Fire Festival, everything else was fine, but Fire Festival, mm. bruh, you need to take a seat. Yeah, you got to lay low for you a while. You need to take a seat for a good while. Even that if was, you weren't like directly involved with that, like your name is still attached. He, that was an international incident. It was problems. It was bad. It was really problems. I would just chill. Like, just... And that's what I'm saying. Like to do to have to have him going through that, and then you do this to him. It's like wow. Hang on, I'm glad you went there. Too many festivals. There are a lot of them. Too many music festivals. But there is cash for for some. But we gotta dial it back. Listen to me, everybody. If you're going to a music festival and you're paying upwards of five hundred dollars for a weekend pass, you're part of the problem. Well, I think it also depends on the acts you get there, though. Like, don't go to a music festival, ain't no one there. Like, don't you? You shouldn't go to a festival for the sake of festival. I've seen cars and like, yeah, that. Amanda actually went to um, there's a festival in Atlanta. She was like 200 for a VIP, and it was like a fire car. It was like Ti was there, um, Two Chains was there. Uh, it was it was it was a dope car, and it was like and it was 200 for VIP. Okay, damn, that's fine. I'll give you that, but. How many times can you go and see Diplo at right. a fucking festival? Right. Like how, like, how many times can you go and see the Chainsmokers honestly, at a festival? Honestly, like, enough I feel like already. all DJs are all the same to me, though. Like, if you, you, if you could put Diplo, David Gale, like it's all, I feel like it's all the same. I don't know. Yeah, I don't give a shit who it is. Stop paying $500 for weekend passes. Because the more you, often you keep paying for them, the higher they're going to be the next year. The more expensive. True. And eventually, we're going to have these points where like you have like the elite festivals. And then you have like these bottom feeding festivals. We're already there. We're already there. I think we got to stop because we got to get a handle on all this. Like you know, it's Coachella. Uh, What else? Um, I don't know, man. There are a lot of Lollapalooza. I don't don't know. That's that's what it once was. Like, but there is, yeah. Stop paying money for these festivals, people. Please, please. If the cards fire. No, I don't care if the card is fire. Just stop, because like, well, the thing is, what if it happened to just like concerts? Yeah, his thing, but like, why can't we just have like a, a headliner, uh, an opener, and like maybe like a mid card act? Because the thing is, is like when concerts. Why? When concerts. <laughs> when concerts cost like, for instance, exactly Jay Z concert, you may you may pay like two. Some people could pay two hundred dollars for that concert, for that round the run tour. Two thing people people came out their pockets for that yeah that's just two performers but I'm saying like if you can go to a concert we can get an experience in music and you have like maybe I don't know but that's B and J and they're putting on a show for like two and a half hours if you go and see uh you know I don't I don't know pick pick a DJ on on tour at a festival like they're on set for like maybe thirty minutes forty minutes true you're not really getting that much of an experience. True. True. So again, stop it. <laughs> um, let me ask you something. Okay. Would you go see R. Kelly at a concert? The fuck no. 
Would you go see him at a festival? No. Would you go see him in jail? Still, no, because he might get out. He's a supervillain. Like, he really is. R. Kelly is a joker? No, he. I think he, I think he's like a real, he's a real life supervillain. I think he checks all the boxes. He's the Pied Piper of R&B. That, he has a nickname. He wears a mask in public. Um, and every time he does crimes that are really, really obvious for somebody, he's still out. Yeah. He does. Um, what has he done? He um, he, ma- he married Aaliyah illegally. Mm-hmm. She was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. He had like a relationship with a girl who was 15 years old. He peed on her. No, that was actually after, that was after that relationship. Oh, that was another one. Yeah, was another girl he peed on. Well, we don't know that he didn't pee on her. He destroyed his brother's life with that, right? You know, his brother didn't sign on to being um, say like he's like my brother's like the brother's like he, he didn't do it. He said his brother did it. But he's like brother's like, like no, I didn't. Like I didn't do that. That was not me. That was definitely you. I just <laughs> cut it out. Wait, what? Yeah, remember he the hell's defense was saying that he said his brother was on tape and wasn't him. I don't remember that at all. Because he's on tape peeing on someone, right? So, Art Kelly said that it was his brother on tape that was peeing on the girl? Yes. And then his brother was like... No, I don't know the fuck it wasn't. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That was I, like, I must have that, forgot about that. That was a reasonable doubt that people put in there because they, they, he said his brother did it. Damn. But the thing is like... Can you imagine throwing your brother under the bus like that? No, I would never do that. Can you imagine throwing your brother under the stream of urine like that? Actually, his brother would be the one... Right, I got back. I was doing that. Yeah, I would never do that though, because I'm because that's that's crazy. Yeah, so he he was on tape peeing on a girl. He peed on a, like an underage girl on tape. Yep, and he's and he's still out of prison. He, he still didn't get locked up. Right. So he got, he also also he has probably like the number one most downloaded form of child porn. Yeah, really weird to watch that. Yeah, I actually never watched it. I just heard about it. I did see it actually, and I, I didn't I, see it. I didn't like watching it. I didn't see it, but it is the it's probably it's probably like the number one. Got to be most viewed. Um, yeah, he's done lots of questionable things, and now they say he has like a cult of girls, something like that. Yeah, there's a book coming out or something, right? Yeah, but well, I don't know if it's a book coming out, but I know that the, there have been reports that he has like a cult of like underage girls. No, I heard one of the girls is going to come out and like expose him. Oh Jesus! Really? There's a book. Or I don't know if it's a book, but it's something. Yeah. Something's coming. He's like, so to me, I'm like, is he? And the thing is like, I'm, I remember just getting into people about R. Kelly and they would just talk about, well, his music great. I'm like, he's. A chocolate he's factory. A, he's a monster though. And his music not even that good. TP2.com. It's not that good. Like Trapped in the Closet was the most horrible opera ever. It, didn't, like, it was bad. It got crazy. It was stupid. The first four um episodes songs i guess whatever you want to call it he them. would just sing a book really but that's the that's what i'm saying it was like a it was like a medea play like turned he, on its head he just sang he, 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 like it didn't, there was no structure to the song it was just him singing what was happening like he just had a song it's like i could be like woke up in the kitchen walked up in the kitchen put me some cereal like it's that like he's just yeah, like keep going man I don't know what I'm doing that day. R. Kelly's not a good singer, but he sings his songs very well. He has a good voice. He's got a decent voice. But it's not like... It's like, I think if you ask R. Kelly... Like, if you ask R. Kelly to sing, like, a Marvin Gaye song, like, a cover, I don't think he'd be able to do it. I think he would. I just think... I don't, think, I just, I just, I just, I don't think, think he's got that strong of a voice. I don't know. I, I, I'm just over the... I'm just taking over the fact he's a super, he's a super predator, for the most part. He's just a super predator. He wears a mask in public. Whoa, be easy with that super predator talk. He is. Talking about other black man. Easy now. I mean. Remember what happened last time? They started calling us super predators. He has a cult of 15-year-old girls, though. So yeah, I, think it, I think it fits him. 
No, it's crazy. Yeah, he did. I think I think I'm okay with using it here. You think he'll ever go to jail? You think he'll ever get slip up and get locked up? If you can if you can pee on a girl on tape. Is that illegal? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure you can't just do like I think there's also they also found um tape of him like there there he has like counts of child pornography because they found him on tape with other girls that we didn't see. Yeah. So he has like all the counts of child pornography because he's recording himself with these girls. So there you have you have tape of this man molesting girls mm. and he's still out. Mm. So if so where so how you you said slip up? How like, like I don't know, maybe he maybe he makes his own Pornhub channel and is like, "Yo, check this out." Is that slipping up? Yeah. Is that like, "Oops, you have they they confiscated tape of you on." I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't girls. do that. Exactly. Second, what the fuck that is? Like you slip up. So the question: Can he slip up? I think he's he's been on skates his entire career. It's almost like he's just slipping up, slipping everywhere, slipping slide. It doesn't matter. He's slipping not, on semen, probably. And urine. So I mean, no, nah, he's. Um, I don't. Can he ever go to? I don't even know. Yeah, I really don't know. I don't at this know. Point. He should be at this point. He just breaks right? out of Arkham Asylum whenever he wants to. Yeah, because he's a supervillain. Because he's a supervillain. Um. Yeah. He sucks. But you know what doesn't suck? What's that? Getting money from sponsors. We have our first sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I know. It's been only three episodes. Was uh, they? It's not. It's, it's a sponsor. Yeah, it's a sponsor. No, it's a sponsorship. Cool. We're yeah. getting an endorsement. We're getting. We're getting money. We're getting money. Out um. Of okay. So, uh, here's the ad for our first sponsor. Oh, this podcast is not brought to you by Taco Bell. The restaurant is typically named Best Mexican Restaurant in the Nation. Here you can have access to authentic Mexican cuisine like Doritos Locos Tacos and Nacho Fries. They're also open late for those nights where you're out past midnight and you feel like you haven't made enough bad decisions. So, go down to Taco Bell. Hey, it's just diarrhea. Thanks to Taco Bell Yeah, for sending us that fat check. I wonder, I wonder if... I w- if I were rush, I would retweet that. Did they retweet that? I have to retweet that. They're like when they call when they were voted number one. I would retweet it, but like we do we do this too. Well, okay. So I have an opinion about people that have an opinion about that. So people were upset that Taco Bell was named the best Mexican restaurant in America. Right. Can you name me another Mexican restaurant that you can find everywhere in America? Most. No. I mean, because the thing is like. No, you can't find Moe's everywhere. Well, here's the, here's a you re- can't even find a Moe's in Houston. Right. But here, here's a problem with that, though. And I, and I get that idea. But the thing is, is that wherever you are in America, there's a better Mexican restaurant than Taco Bell. So it should not have no, been. No, that's not true. Fault. You think, that there, you think that there's a better Mexican restaurant than Taco Bell in uh, Boise, Idaho? Yes. Any Anywhere. Wait, that, why? Why would you think that? Anywhere that has the word taqueria on it, I don't care where the fuck it is. I don't care where it is. If it has a taqueria in there anywhere, there's it's no better taquerias than Taco Bell. in Montana, Ed. Bruh, I'm telling you. If you open a Mexican restaurant in Montana, you're better than Taco Bell. But there's not one. Fuck no. There, there. No, you can't tell me that everywhere you go, all they have for Mexican food is Taco Bell. That that, that can't be. That can't be life. Listen, that can't be life. Listen, Taco Bell is open. A lot of them are open all night. Okay, and 
and they're going to hold you down when you are hungry. I mean, they'll hold you down on the toilet. No, later. that's not necessarily oh, true. Right, that's uh, not necessarily true. All right. I think maybe if you have a weak stomach, you you probably have some aversion to eating Taco Bell later. All that food but. comes in tubes. What are you talking about? Listen, I was an assistant manager at a Taco Bell for half of a day. I know exactly what their food comes in. Tubes? It's like bags. Bags. Yeah. Right. Kitchen is clean, pristine, because nothing that gets prepped in there. I didn't. I'm not knocking the kitchen. I'm knocking the. I'm knocking the kitchen. The food. I'm no, not, I'm saying is, that's what I'm saying is that like everything comes pre-made. Like there's no guesswork involved. Right. But what I'm saying is that like there's there's not another ubiquitous Mexican restaurant you throughout the, throughout the United States. No, no, you can't. What else are you going to choose? Anywhere else that has your Mexican food. But the, what if there is no other place? What if you're in the middle of Iowa and there's no other place to eat Mexican food other than Taco Bell? The, the you're prob- not going to have no, another. Problem, you're not going to know what the problem else there with your is. Argument is that there are more places that have Mexican food that are dead don't. don't They're on this that. poll. I don't think that, so. No, that's bullshit. I don't think that's that true. That is bullshit. I don't think so. You think there's Mexican food in Minnesota? Yes. Where? Name me a place. I haven't been in Minnesota. Of course not. Well, you're so sure that there's Mexican food in Minnesota? I'm telling you, there's probably not. Man, I'm telling you that if they have if if they have and on the on the border or even like for instance Papa's is a, on the border on the border you talking about a place in like South Carolina yeah they have one they actually have one on um they have one on the way to Prairie View no uh, so that's two <laughs> just two Taco Bells like within a walking distance from my apartment so you tell them that they're but they're they're the best based on location. I'm saying, I'm saying they're so, the, the, mark, the market is so saturated with Taco Bell that a lot of people don't have another point of reference. You're better off doing, you're better off using old El Paso products at your house. You're not wrong. I'm, I'm not saying, saying that, I'm not saying that you're so, wrong. I'm so All bad. I'm saying is that people don't understand like how Taco Bell gets voted best Mexican restaurant. I'm telling you exactly how. It's because people don't have another option. A lot of people don't have another option for Mexican food. I just don't see how. I'm like I I don't see how a a restaurant that I can do better at my house can get that kind of title though. I'm just saying, man. That's, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying I you can say what you want to say. I'm saying what I'm saying, and what I'm saying is what you saying. Don't make no sense. How does it not make sense? Because I just told you why. There's more Taco Bell Mexican restaurants than any other restaurant. So you, any other Mexican restaurant. No, that no that that's facts. But still, it's just that I don't think that. Anywhere. So if people are voting on that and they're like, oh, Mexican restaurant, and they see Taco Bell, they see Moe's, which they've probably never seen before. They've seen Chipotle, which is, you know, very good, but, you know. It's better than Taco Bell. It's, it's, it's miles better than Taco Bell, though. For sure it's better than Taco miles. Bell. Miles. For better sure better than Taco Bell. Than Taco yeah. Bell. And, that's, and, that's, and that's everywhere, too. But if you've never had it, Fuck if you know that. Taco no. Bell, you don't know Moe's, you don't know Chipotle, you don't know that. on the border, there's you're going to vote for the thing that you know. There are enough Chipotle to offset that. And even just, and I wouldn't even talk about it because Taco Bell is terrible. I wouldn't even vote that anyway. I avoid anything else. I'm like this, this can't be it. I think you're crazy. This can't be life. I think you're crazy. Um. Okay. I'm off this because I'm I'm done arguing on behalf of Taco Bell. I can't even though they're our sponsor. Shit. They're our sponsor, and you're gonna sit there, and sit there, and, sh- and shit on them. How dare you? This is gonna be the last endorsement we get. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get more. We'll be all right. <sighs> You know who's not going to be all right? DJ Durkin. I mean, he's all right. And he's all right considering. 
All right, considering that he's possibly inadvertently, allegedly involved in the death of a kid. I don't think. He, see, the, the the thing is, like, I think I think he he's doing okay for the scenario. I just don't understand. People were mad at. Um, Explain what happened. Basically, what happened was is that um, DJ Durkin was the coach of the Maryland football team. And there was a young student there by the name of Jordan McNair who who um, felt ill one practice. And uh, he ended up, I think they, 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 took him out, they took him out of practice and he ended up dying. From he, was doing, he was doing sprints. Yes. In uh, very warm weather. And his body temperature was at 106 degrees yep. at the hospital yeah. when they took him in. Um, yeah. He died at the age of 19 um, from heat stroke. So, yeah. This happens, though. Like I've heard this happen quite a few times with high school players, with college players, even with some professional players. Yeah, that happens, and it, it does happen. It's always a tragedy when it happens. Um, it's just that uh, I think in this um, instance, there was an investigation also afterwards where they thought there was, they saw there was a talk, uh, they described the environment as less than toxic. What does that mean? Exactly. What do you think that means? Like there's toxic, in my opinion, there's toxic and then there's not toxic. Right. Like how do you have something that's less than toxic? It's like, it's not that bad. But it's pretty bad. But it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's like, they're not gonna, Hang on. Continue talking. I'll think of a metaphor. But yeah, so they they described it as less than toxic. And they found instances of bullying and humiliation and the in the campus, which I'm which I know It's like if you eat chili. And after you're done eating the chili, they're like, it's not gonna kill you, but it's gonna give you diarrhea. Right. For three days. Yeah. That's Maryland. That's Maryland. Maryland gave you diarrhea for three days. For three days. So yeah, that's what they basically what they said. And while this was going on, they put um, the head coach on leave while they did the investigation. Mm-hmm. And I think they they helped the um, strength and conditioning coach. They said the their conditioning coach ended up getting uh, again. He the the coach the conditioning coach the conditioning coach resigned. Yeah. And. They, after the investigation, they said they they let um they reinstated him, the coach or they, the strength and get uh, no the the coach they reinstated him for a day, everyone lost their shit, and he ended up getting, and then and then they ended up firing him yeah finally after a day of people losing their shit. Why do you think uh, people lost their shit? Because a person died. Yeah, and you were ultimately you were responsible of you're their well-being. at the helm. Yeah. Of this of this person dying, it's not even like it's not even like on um, the coach that should be held accountable. That held accountable is it's those regions. Like, how could you think that bringing him back was a good idea? Yeah, and I understand. Like, I, even even if like you may have liked him or or you thought he was an okay guy, he has a death on him. Like like someone died under your tenure here. Yeah, and it wasn't 
during a game. It wasn't like a bad hit. It wasn't like, you know, anything that could have been unavoidable. This was entirely avoidable. Right. And you just, and I just think it'd be common sense to say that you can't be here anymore. Yeah. Like we can't, we can't keep you around. Yeah. Like not even as an act of like malice per se, but just to be like, look, even if we do like you, like a student died in your tenure here, we have to make, we have to keep, we have to keep something about our name correct. We can't, like who's going to trust their kids to you? Who's going to trust our kids to the university? Exactly. If we're letting people, if we're keeping people like that here. Yeah. Do you think he gets another job? Maybe, maybe they always get another job. I mean, cause I don't, like, I don't, like, I don't know if he's. I, I can say he was negligent, but I can't say he. I can't say for, for like, he was responsible. The N word. Yeah, there it goes. I can as I so I can't I can't like condemn him as much as I, as as much as people want to. Like my my ire goes more towards the board of regents because I don't see how you can like bring him back because I can understand you want to keep your job. And he made a mistake that he probably had to live with the rest of his life. So I can understand on, on that level. So, I mean, he does deserve some flack for this. But at the same time, like, will he get a job again? Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Like, he, he can say that he learned from his mistakes and he made something that stays in for the rest of his life. But um, it's just... I, I think it'll be interesting to see if another school does offer him a position and oh, what school gonna, it will be. There's going to be so much heat, though. Yeah, it's going to be a so ton much of heat. Well, no pun intended there. Right. Take it easy. God. Wow. Yeah, I walked into that. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see like what school gives him a shot because I think that, with, especially with college football, if there's certain there's certain schools that will sort of grant you sort of diplomatic immunity, like Baylor. Whoa. Whoa. I'm saying. What are you saying? Are you saying Art Bryles? Should have, should have gotten a, a larger hand basket for his trip down to hell. I said what I said, and leave it there. Say what he said. <laughs> I said what I said. Damn it! Uh, but no, I think like I think certain schools, if they give you a shot or if they give you a look, um, and they're a winning program, then you know all is forgotten. This the, that's not that's not the layer to this. He was ten and fifteen while he was there. He was ten and fifteen. Loser. He was ten and fifteen. He was a loser. Let me tell you that's how a how losing the, record. Let me tell you how the coaching environment works. Like, here's an example of coaching environment. Les Miles was coach of LSU for about twelve seasons. He was one fourteen and thirty four. He won two BCS championships. And Excuse me. You said one fourteen and thirty four. One fourteen and thirty four. That's one hundred and fourteen wins and thirty four losses. He won two BCS championships. It's pretty good. Yeah, won two BCS championships and had four undefeated seasons. But when they let him go. Then people were like, the people were mad, but then people were like, oh yeah, it's time, it's best time. Hmm. He was one fourteen thirty four. Yeah, and people were like, yep, he's got to go when yeah. he had to when he had to go. This man was ten to fifteen. He was ten to fifteen That's- and had a student die while he was there. Yeah, why are you bringing him back for? Yeah, like for what? That's that's another layer to it. It's like it's one thing that this horrible thing has happened with the student, but he also wasn't even winning. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you've seen coaches get fired for less. Yeah. Like he's like I'm th- I brought you up when they had a winning record. Is Maryland good? Like no. Are they like are they historically a good they're, football program? Not really. Their helmet looks like a Illuminati puzzle or something. It's really weird. Like I don't know. They're not good. I think they beat Texas when they were 
maybe last year or this year. Yeah. But no, they're not good. And this guy was 10 15. So I'm, I don't, so it just made no sense on so many levels. Like, I thought like doing the right thing was so easy for you then to do. Yeah. And you just didn't. Yeah. Like, not until they get, not until everyone gave you shit about it. Like, it was, it was a layup. That seems to be the name of the game with a lot of programs is that like the easy thing to, or the best thing to do is the easiest thing to do. And somehow they just divert from that and they take he, he a was a losing route. coach. Like he was 10 and 15 and he killed a student. How do you face the parents of that student? And he's like, we're, we're giving him back his job. Also, you refer to yourself as DJ as a grown man. Yeah. How do you get away with that for so long? I don't know. Introducing yourself to people. Hey, I'm DJ. DJ Durkin. DJ what? DJ Khaled? Whatever. That was a bad joke. Um, yeah, hopefully he uh, never works again. I don't know. I don't know why I get so angry at people for... Uh, well, he did. He did. He was very irresponsible with somebody, so I don't think that he should work again. Um Speaking of irresponsibility. Love your segues. Thank you. Um, have you ever heard of Swastika Saturday? I'll take that as a no. Uh, Dateline. Drake Town, George, wait, no. Pat, Pat, Pat Ascala. Okay, whatever. Dateline. Patascala, Ohio. A haunted house has apologized for hosting a Swastika Saturday event over the weekend. Haunted Hoochie (laughs) hosted a Swastika-themed event on Saturday. The event received major backlash online after 11 people were killed in the shooting of the Tree of Synagogue Life in Pittsburgh. Federal prosecutors have filed hate crimes against the the suspect, name redacted, my personal name redacted. He's actually named in here, but fuck him. Um, who made anti-Semitic statements during the shooting. On behalf of the entire, quote, on behalf of the entire Haunted Hoochie staff, we first and foremost extend our sincerest condolences to the families affected by the tragedy in Pittsburgh and Jewish communities of the area. Second, we will in no way tolerate any form of hatred on our grounds from our staff or from our guests. This means that certain costumes or themes may be deemed inappropriate and you will be denied admission or asked to leave the grounds. We will not host any musical acts which prep- which perpetuate any kind of bigotry, intolerance, hate speech, anti-Semitism, or the like, now or ever again. Um, how's this? Ed. Stick your take. Look, man. Swastika Saturday, man. Though, I think, I don't know. The thing that made me mad about them was the statement. Because this was their 28th Swastika Saturday. <laughs> it is an <laughs> annual event there. For 28 years strong. For 28 years. For more than half of my life. 28 years they've been doing Swastika Saturday. Can you imagine? And they've been in the news before for hanging a upside down inverted flag mm. 
in 2015 mm-hmm. to make a per- to make a put and I think one of the employees says it's a political statement. Um, this was what year? 2015. 2015, huh? 2015. Okay. Yeah, they had an upside down flag, and there, but they, but they said it wasn't a true flag because it was in black and white. It wasn't a true flag. It was just the stars and stripes, but it was in black and white. So it wasn't a true flag that they did. They did. But they're making a statement because they're because they. I think one of the employees said they were fed up about the way of, of, of the um. State of the nation at the time, mm-hmm. and also they had things there like a severed Obama head, and they also had a they had they had nine eleven playing on a loop, like the nine eleven. So obviously, the- very level headed and rational people, right? Running um, a company called Haunted Hoochie, right? Right. So this is this is twenty fifteen, and they they've been this twenty they had, this is the twenty eighth Swastika Saturday, um. One person said, I've lived in Patascala for 18 years and have never heard of this Swastika Saturday at Haunted Hoochie. So obviously they were doing it underground with limited invitations. Right. And the thing is, and the thing that makes you, that gets me the most rod about this is that, that statement. Because we got to go back to that statement that they put out to say that we don't support anything. It's, this is this is what I hate about people that yeah they uh, never apologize. Here's here's what I hate about people being not about not about you being not about you apologizing. It's just about you're straight edge, right? Yes. Like you're straight edge, you don't do anything. Correct. Let's say I had a friend that was straight edge, also correct. Mm-hmm. And let's say that y'all were hanging together. You go to his house and um, you see beer in his fridge. Okay. He lives by himself. Okay. And you ask him, "Are you drinking this beer?" He's mm-hmm. like, "Nah, man, I'm straight edge. I don't do anything like that." Let's say then again you go. Let's say once again you go to his house, and um, I don't know. There seems to be drugs around for some reason, mm-hmm. and um, he's acting weird, like different. And you're like, "Hey, man, are you are you are you are you on, are you on something right now?" He's like, "No, nah, man, I'm sure I don't do anything like that." Let's say that you go to his house one day, and it and it's, it it reeks it reeks of reefer. Like all you smell is you smell you smell butt everywhere, mm. and like and you walk into the house. And the place is just smoky, and he had a joint in front of him. And you're like, "Are you?" Straight? And then you ask him, "Like, are you smoking something?" He's like, "He's eyes bloodshot." He's like, "Nah, man, straight edge. I'm doing that stuff." That statement is that no, I'm not. That's what that feels like to me. It's like you do everything else with this hate shit, but then you say like, "No, we're not. We don't. We don't support hate at all." You can't just say that you don't do hateful shit and then do hateful shit. Talking about we're not going to support anyone that has any hate thing. It's your swastika. Yeah. They didn't have to bring that. It was there already. Right. What are you talking about? And I hate when people. I hate when I hate when people do that because you feel like you just speak something away like it doesn't exist. Like you are doing these things. You can't just say I'm not a racist and then say, oh, he's not a racist. He says it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You do. Oh, you burn a swastika on Saturday. It's called swastika Saturdays. Yeah. You can't. What you the can't. Fuck, man. You can't harbor that kind of behavior and then claim to not. What the support fuck. It. Like that statement got me more heated than anything. We don't support it. Like you, it's your swastika. You absolutely support it. It's your swastika. You've done it for twenty eight fucking years. How do you? What? How the fuck can you even put the statement out? That statement got me so pissed. I'm like, it insults people's intelligence. What it does? Well, it shows their level of intelligence. It insults ours as well. Not, not really, because we see right through it. No, because someone because they think someone does it. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't do this in the first place. You wouldn't if you knew how obvious you were. You wouldn't put the statement out. They wouldn't put the statement out if it didn't get national attention. Like if it was still localized, they would be like, "Yeah, it is so obvious, though." It's super obvious. 
But the thing is that people do this all the time, though. Yeah. It is all the time. People will do this and they'll just be trying to speak shit away. It's like, no, you can't, you, you, you can't go all in on that and then backpedal at the end. It's like, I'm a, I don't, I don't, I don't even feel this way. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a racist. It's like, it's like when people get mad when you call them a liar when you're clearly lying. Like, you mm. know, you're calling me a liar. Are you fucking telling lies? And yes. <laughs> I hate that. Like, you know, people are like, you're calling me a liar. You're lying. What are you talking about? What are you getting some <laughs> mad for? You're definitely lying right now. I'm just calling you what you are. Wouldn't it be nice if you could just see when people lie? Like there was like an aura that appeared over their head, like a little like light, uh, like a thing. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, that's that was easy to tell. But some people are so good at lying that you can't tell, right? But I'm just saying, like, it's just that's what it is, though. It's kind of like you're getting offended for me calling you what you are. Yeah, like and you're clearly doing everything that I'm saying that you are, but you're like, I can't believe you call me that. You're doing like I can't believe you call me racist. You're doing racist shit. It's the same people that put up pictures of the Confederate flag and be like. It had nothing to do with slavery. War had nothing to do with slavery. There's history behind it. Do your own research. Were you there for that history, sir? I don't... I, it's it's really weird people use that as their argument, too, for the Confederate flag, because it's like it's almost like me wearing the jersey of a, of a team that lost last year and just wearing it all the time. It's really weird. It's kind of like that. And, like, and yet claiming you won. Like, if like if the year that the Patriots... Like, the, like the, if I wore Patriots jersey, I'd like, go Patriots! And we they lost that season. I'm just like, yeah, the Patriots! Yeah. We're the champions. I'm like, you're not. Yeah. But it was a great time. Yeah. No, you get over it. Just yeah. let it go. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know what to say about that anymore. Just because it, it's. No, that, that, like, no, that statement was infuriating to me. I don't know why you can't, you can't backpedal from this kind of shit that you put out there. When you, when you, when you go all in like that, you can't just backpedal and make it everything okay. I understand if it's like something from Twitter from 10 years ago, you're allowed to grow. If it's something from a long time ago, you're allowed to grow. Mm. But you can't do shit last week and then be like, I don't do that. I don't think that way anymore. Like, I need some time. Yeah. Like more than 28 fucking years with the um, Soska video telling me that, oh, we're not hateful. I'm going to need to see oh, some penance. I'm going to need to see some some receipts on that, uh, how do you, that growth. How, how do you even, you've been doing this for 20, it's an annual event. You're fired up, man. It's an annual event for 28 years and you put the statement out? Yeah. You've done it for 28 fucking years. Mm. I'm 35. That had, like, I was fucking, like, elementary school when y'all, y'all burned swastikas. Yeah. They were like, I'm hey, a you know what's a man now. They were like, yeah, you know what's a great idea? Let's burn a swastika. Meanwhile, like, Ninja Turtles is playing in the background. Yeah. Nah, fam. I can't ride with that. That's I'm not why, rolling. But you, now, now you're like, back, oh, no, we never support anything hateful here. You can't backpedal like that. You know what else is probably going to happen? They'll be fine. Like, whatever business they run is still going to be open. I mean, it's a haunted house, so it's not like you're just, like, killing But they'll people. be open next year. Haunted Hoochie will be back. They will. Because nothing ever happens. Fucking. Hey, let me ask you something. You wear pajamas? When I can't remember to go to. When, when I'm tired. When I am not too tired to put them on, yes. I love pajamas. Yeah. I wear them... Every night. And I'll tell you this. It's totally acceptable for adult men to wear pajamas. I'll go even a step further and say that wearing pajamas is ultimate flex. It really is. Because like literally one time. I got a whole outfit just for me. Not just that, but like I feel, yeah, that's that's part of it. But also one time I was at home and I was at home in the woodlands and I wanted to go get some breakfast. And it was like Sunday morning. And I, you went to Chick Fil A? No, obviously not. Right. 
I mean, I was made that shit before though, and been disappointed because like, oh fuck, a Sunday. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that that wasn't this Sunday. That like this Sunday, um, I want to I want to go to black. There's a black one on cafe around us. And I want to walk in there, but I didn't feel like getting dressed. Mm. I, was in, I was in my pajamas, and I just I drove. I just got my pajamas. I just put on put on some sunglasses. Yep. Put on some shoes. Yep. Pajamas. Yep. Just got in the car, rolled down there. And I'm just walking by people. Everyone's in like their Sunday brunch stuff. Uh huh. I'm just in the bitch of pajamas. Yeah. Glasses. Did you stay and you sit down or did you leave? I got a petite breakfast. And you sat down and you ate it? No, I didn't sit down and ate it, but I didn't sit down and eat it. But, like, I, I, but I was in there just in line with them. That's what's up. I ordered it. Yeah. Sat down and waited. Like, the, got the atmosphere. I was at, sat at the bar. Mm-hmm. Got the atmosphere in my pajamas. Got my, got my food and left. And then you went home, ate it, and then climbed back into bed because you were still. In your pajamas. pajamas. Yeah. It's because, like, I don't, the thing is, like, when you go somewhere in pajamas, you can say so many things about a person. Number one, they were just in bed maybe 30 minutes ago, probably. Yeah. Number two, they probably haven't showered yet. Nope. They might have brushed their teeth, but they may not have. 50 mm, 50. Exactly. That's a toss up. And I'm, st- and I'm coming in your place and you're going to give me service. That's I didn't damn right. Pre- I didn't prepare anything. Like, I am coming as I am out of fucking bed. Yeah. Serve me. I dare you to turn me away. Exactly. And you know what? I got my fucking petite breakfast and I got the and I went back home. Delicious. Ultimate flex. I had I've I've dated a few girls that have given me shit about wearing pajamas. It's, it's ultimate flex, dog. Like, can you imagine giving somebody shit because they want to be comfortable? That's sad. Like I'm comfortable in my pajamas. Like I'm not gonna sit here and and, and wear like, you know, tidy whiteies and a no. and a tank top. Like for what? Pajamas are comfortable. For you? So you can ogle at me? Nah, fam. Pajama- I'm gonna I'm gonna put on these baggy flannel uh pants and i'm gonna put on a matching shirt it's very loose fitting usually oh my god and it feels so good it gets the skin after you get out of a shower right you get all oiled up yeah it's just there's nothing better than climbing into like a fresh made bed after a shower in your pajamas pajamas yeah and like the sheets like that that like lower level like that lower third of your bed like those sheets are still kind of cool. Yeah. So like you put your feet in it. So it's like, it's nice and cool and crispy, but then like towards, you know, over the course of the night, like everything kind of warms up. So you kind of like incubate yourself. Yeah. Like it's, it's beautiful. It's, uh, I, it, it's on so many levels. Like you can be comfortable. Oh, you can let the whole world, like you, you don't give a fuck about what's going on. Like right. I'm just here to be comfortable and get my goddamn breakfast. Yep. Or whatever, or lunch or whatever day, whatever third time you wake up in the day. Yeah. Just, I might just, I might just flex all day. And just run my errands in, in pajamas. my pajamas. You just, yeah, like, you don't get, like. In just my pajamas. No draws. Just, yeah. Just dick out. I mean, don't have your dick out, out. Not out, out, but just, like, you know, you know it's there. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Like, you just, and just walk through the house. Just observe the, um, <clears throat> I don't know, like, like we see some oranges. Like, I don't know. What are you doing just, with your hands right there? I'm like a super effective. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop that. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Picking the fruit like that because I want to get the Stop doing that. Picking the fruit. Pick the fruit. Like this. You you're like, not supposed to squeeze fruit though. You know that? I've, I've heard that, but I still do it anyway. I know. Like, I know that. I still do it anyway. You're not supposed to do it. I know that, but I st- even I still. I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm no, doing no, no. It. Don't do that. Because I got to come up behind you and be like, man, fucking squeeze the fruit. I try not to, but I still do it sometimes. I don't know why. And I know I'm not supposed to do it. I still do it sometimes. If you're a man out there and you're listening and you're on the, f- the fence about whether or not you should spend that $30 p- 
on the pajama set. Bro, get the pajamas. Get the pajamas, bro. Get the pajamas. And hey, if you really want to do it, like if you really want to do it up in these colder months, get the onesie. Damn. Fuck it. I mean, yeah. I like the onesie trying too hard, though. Nah, man. The Some, onesie's great. Sometimes I try too hard. Like, I don't need to see, like, you know, Cookie Monster. Like, man, it, yeah, if it's like overly that's over top like yeah. character yeah. like if you got the chewbacca joint going and like it's got the hair everywhere that's not comfortable right you're doing too much but if you got the nice you know what i'm saying like it's just a, it's just like a basically like a jumpsuit you know you can like, rock that i like i like i'm the two-piece guy myself but you know teachers on i like the two-piece but i also rock the onesie i got a onesie at home okay i fuck with it it feels confining to me um all right that that take wasn't as spicy as i thought it was gonna be for what for pajamas, I thought you were going to be on the other side of it, but I'm glad no, to know no, that no. you're on my side. No, like I, I can't wait to just walk places in, around here because I used to do the woodlands all the time. Yeah, but now I'm like, and I'm in, and I'm in Houston now. I can go walking places like right that are popping. I just walk in with my pajamas on. Right, right. You could just go to the park. Yeah, pajamas. I walk out right down right outside. Just in pajamas. People would think you're like crazy. Like, man, look at that man in his pajamas. I mean, I think he's homeless, but really, you're not. No, you're part of the community. Yeah. That's a good foot. Where are we at? All right. So we're like a little over an hour. So we're right, right, right on time. Um, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. You want me to go first? The pro tip. I like that. That, that pizza one was good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> here's my pro tip for life. Fellas. Every once in a while. Make your lady f- late for work in the morning. You know what I'm saying? You just got it. You got it. You got to get up while she's getting ready. While she's like doing her makeup or doing her hair or whatever like that. Be like, hey, come over here. And she's gonna be like, no, stop. You're going to make me late. That's when you got to get aggressive. Like, hey, I say, come here. And then they might fight back. They might, they might, they might give you a little bit of a, of a of struggle. But. She'll appreciate it. This sounds crazy creepy when I say it out loud. Just some, make sure she's not having some important shit going on, though. Like, if she has some, like, real shit going on, like, don't make her late that day. Like a PowerPoint presentation? Right, or something like that. Actually, I think, actually, now that I say that, even more so if she has a PowerPoint presentation. Because a lot of people have a, a fear of public speaking. And so having that little bit of, you know, relaxation coursing through her veins, all those, those, those uh, what do you call them, endorphins, might actually help, you know, it it's like a shot of whiskey, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, uh, do it on time, though. Like, because you don't want to be late either. Because then every time I finish, it's right on time. Then, okay, that is the, and I guess do that. I don't know. No, it's not. On, still, don't have her lose her job. That's what I'm trying to say. She's not gonna lose her job. Just I'm saying. If she loses her job for being five minutes or ten minutes or thirty minutes late, that's all I'm saying. That's that's you know, it's time to find a new job. Maybe, maybe so. But trust me, she'll appreciate it. And she'll be talking about it and thinking about it all day about the thing you did. Okay. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I'm going to have to edit that because that sounded a little crazy. That sounded a little crazy when I said it. I think it's fine. You think so? I think so. I don't know. I think it's fine. Whatever. All right. What do you, what do you got to say, uh, Edstradamus? Um, so we're, gonna, we're doing we're doing a new segment called Edstradamus, where Ed predicts the future because we've done some predictions on this on this show that have come true, like yeah. the Kanye West thing. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We predicted Kanye West. What we said we- that somebody was going to dress up in blackface as Kanye, and that dude from South Carolina dressed up like Kanye, Kanye. in blackface. Yep. 
And he was showing me that one about the, you know, the, the Indian. Oh, yeah. And the girl that dressed up like a Native American. Oh, good. That wasn't, didn't even look like a Native American. No. If they're uh, not wearing that, you can't wear that. Yeah. Just when I look like that. So we've been, we've, we've, we're two for two on predictions so far. Man. So no pressure. Damn. I have percent by next, like, so. You don't have to think about it. It doesn't have to come, come to fruition by next week. But at some point, this is all on record. So we can reference back to this. You didn't think about this beforehand? No. I mean, I did. <laughs> but I thought, like, Oh, oh man. I, I do. Oh, you're no, you I fucked have, no, up. No, I have one. You fucked it. No, I have one. And it. I want to be on the plus side of this, but. I'm gonna, actually, no, I'm going to go with the positive prediction. Um, okay. We'll have a new senator. Oh, spicy. So you're saying by Tuesday, November the 6th. Election Day, the state of Texas will turn from red to blue. We'll see, is that what you're saying right now? I am saying that, but we'll see. Put your name on it. I put my name on it. I put my name on it. All right. And if I'm wrong, I don't care. Well, if you're wrong, then there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of angry people out there. Yeah, but you know that's something that's going with it. Yeah, I think he's got a chance. Yeah, I think better. He's got a- be- be- I mean, better than anyone at this point. Yeah, but he's like, I, I text you though. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you lose, you be like, "Look, bro, don't act like you already know what the day, what the time it was." I text you like eighty-five times in the last two weeks. I know you got my text. He he's gonna he's 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 gonna be he's gonna be the spiciest dude in America. He's gonna text us like after the election and be like, "So you want to just like hang out?" No, it's like, gonna like loses, it's gonna be like after a breakup. No, if he loses, he's gonna he's gonna text you, bruh, Dot dot dot. Yeah, what happened? It's like, bruh. Where you dot, was at? Dot, dot, dot. That's what it's going to be. That's funny. All right. Um, okay. I like that. Positivity. We're going to have a new senator. And uh, make your lady late for work every once in a while. Every once in a while. Like once every six months. Don't do yeah, it Don't that, do it that often. That's, yeah. Once every six months. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go even higher than that. But yeah, that's. that's, that's, that's How often would you do it? Twice a week. One or two weeks, maybe? Every two weeks? Every two weeks, yeah. Damn. Giving him that powerful, that I mean, powerful dick. Once every two weeks? Damn. Okay. All right. Well, fuck me then. Do it every once in two weeks. See if you can keep up. You probably can't. All right. Signing off. Do you have anything else to say? Um, I think I'm good. All right. Okay. That's it. We're done.